Hello everyone, welcome to Got to Start Somewhere, the podcast where I, Maddie Holmes, have open and honest conversations each week, exploring what it really means to start something new for the first time. This podcast is me also starting somewhere, trying to figure out the trials and tribulations of what it's like being a 20-something and figuring out where you want to go in the world, but also now during a pandemic. Uh, I've really enjoyed recording this series. My guests have been absolutely amazing. All the interviews have taken place remotely. And do not forget to uh, bless your little ears with my content and uh, go on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts to listen to all the weekly episodes. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Got to Start Somewhere. Today's episode, I have Alice Peter and Lizzie Friend on with me to talk about everything from self-care, friendships and femininity. Um, this episode is all about starting to navigate your 20s and choosing to make choices for yourself. Lizzie, let's start with you. Who is your longest friend? And tell us the story of how you met. My longest friend, gosh. Um, so actually, when my brother and I were at like our prep school, when we were really little, we were in like a friendship group with... So we um, are a year apart, so kind of brought up as twins. Um, and we became friends with two twins and some triplets so it was basically like a, two sets of twins and a set of triplets and our mums were really good friends and we all used to like go away together and stuff like that and so I would say they're my like oldest friends um, especially the twins who I am still in contact with and like our mums still hang out and stuff. How long have you known them for? How many years now? <sighs> Literally like 20. They met when my brother started school when he was like three. So for me my 20s I hope will be really about working out who I want to kind of hold on to from the previous decade and who I want to kind of let go of. Um, and we are a bestie trio, uh, but Alice, how do your, your friendships support you? And what kind of friend, are you the, what kind of friend are you? Um, for me, I just love showing my friends I'm there and I love to just like check in on them. And that's what I love about us three as well, is that I think that we really manage to support each other, even though we, never really get a chance to see each other especially with this pandemic going on we're very good at just saying that we need to just have a chat saying we need a vent um and I've just got some amazing friends that just really are very good for me an example it's very important to like talk about the future um and kind of like you say we're just starting out in like the adult world so I think it's quite nice to be able to talk with your friends about kind of where you think you'll be and how you'll be in each other's lives still, even though it's so unpredictable. It's true. Um, how do you think your friends are constructed? Are you that kind of person that has one big group of uni friends or like one big group of home friends and do they mix? Like, yeah, what's your friendship circles like in terms of dynamics? I have like a few friends dotted over the place, but I'd say I have like a really strong group of home friends, strong group of uni friends as well. And then obviously you a few dotted over, but then the really close friends kind of come from all over. What about you, Lizzie? Yeah, I think I've always been one of those people who has like so many friends in different places. Like I've always found even when like planning birthday things and stuff like that, I always find it so hard because I've never really thought of myself as someone who's like part of a group. Like obviously at school, I had like different friends everywhere, but then I also have my house. And then I guess at uni I have the same thing because I live in a flat of eight girls. So they're like, like group as such but then outside of that I have so many different friends in different places so yeah yeah I think for me like how I know that you guys support me is like you just you go that extra little effort 
um, of letting me know that even though we don't really speak as much or see each other as much, like you're still there. So like whether it's a postcard or like, <laughs> or like tagging me in something that makes me happy or I don't know, Alice like crying at a slideshow of all my photos <laughs> of us. Like <laughs> there's many, there's many, many examples. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that actually. Like you guys are very good. I think like pen pals, like the fact that even though we're not there physically with each other, we're very good at like sending each other things. And as Alice said, like little reminders that we're there to support one another. Although I'm a bit offended because Alice sent me our slideshow and I thought I was special, but clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is another thing <laughs> is that I feel like you guys are really good at reading people. And for me and a friend, that's really important because I sometimes am really bad at reading myself. I'm, I think I'm okay at reading other people's emotions, but when it comes to myself, I sometimes do just let it all get a bit too much. And you two are just so good at being like, okay, what is wrong? Like, <laughs> tell me, we need to have a conversation about this, sort this out because <laughs> you can't go around like this. And I think that's so important, especially as you like move on in life. Definite. Um, so I'm try- I was trying to like brainstorm good Kind of like what defines a good friendship or what de- defines that kind of like exceeding level of friendship um and I thought of a few and I asked you you two as well to think of a few like anecdotes of where you've like had moments where you just something really bizarre happens and you're like wow this we're very close at this point for to allow this to happen so um I have a friend who once came over to my house literally just to get into my some clean pajamas of mine and have a nap and then left and I was just working like at my desk in my desk in my room for about an hour and a half and then she just left like we we literally didn't even speak like she was in my room sleeping in my bed and then went um or friends that fake tan each other is a big one yeah Um, I feel like that's when you know you've reached (laughs) the ultimate level of friendship um and like friends that help you um compose those texts to guys like writing like drafting messages to other people um yeah what about you Alice I was just going to button say that I've just received Snapchats in the past from Lizzie and she's just been in my house just <laughs> my toothbrush, which that was just, I mean, I was like, okay, fine. But, <laughs> um, and I was just away and I just like kind of didn't really even realise it was happening. But it just is such a nice feeling when you've got those friends that can just feel comfortable anywhere. Well, I was going to actually say once I went to Alice's, um, it was actually to like tutor her brother for GCSE geography. Um, but I was so actually, it wasn't even set up with Alice. Like her mom like fully invited me and was like, yeah, can you come and tutor Will? So I got there. Alice wasn't there um, and just stayed the night at Alice's and was sending her snaps in her bed using her toothbrush. And <laughs> that's definitely like a level of friendship. Like you can be at someone's house with their family they're not even there Mooms, I'm pretty sure I've been to your house before when you're like you haven't been home yet and I've just been chatting to your parents your mom's showing me like videos of your sister singing on YouTube (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think there really is something to say for um yeah just feeling super super comfortable around each other um another time that I feel like is a really special time for me is um my birthday I'm going to share the anecdote of my birthday because every year I always have the same 10 girls round to my house every year um, celebrate my birthday. I've done it for the last four years, maybe since I've known you guys. And it's just such a nice occasion to get everybody together. And I feel like even if 
I don't like for some reason like a pandemic like don't get to see as many people in the year as possible like the birthday is always like a, a banker card <laughs> like you know you'll definitely see them then um but I think there's also something so rewarding when your friends who like don't know each other so you meet your friends of friends um and you don't know each other and then you just like get on really really well and then you're so, and then you see like two of your friends who didn't know each other before a gathering that you organize or a birthday party or something like that and then you're like I did this I was the glue <laughs> <laughs> and um and yeah I found that with meeting both of your uni mates as well um and it's just really nice when you know that you know your friends are going to get on with each other because you are the common like ground between them and you hope that you like become friends with people that you have similarities with and you find like general yeah ground with yeah do you guys have any experiences of that of like meeting people's friends of friends and just like becoming besties <laughs> um yeah i think definitely and what's really i completely agree when you like introduce people and they become friends but i think with all of us we're so similar have similar interests like i actually sometimes find it quite unnerving not unnerving but like when i go and meet someone's friends and i don't like them because i'm like mm. well we're friends because we have the same kind of interests so then I'm always a bit confused how they're friends, but I mean, every friendship's different. Just to go back to your um, story about someone coming over and staying in your bed, I definitely feel like that's like a big indicator of friendship. Like if you can like hang out and not talk, I think it's such a like weird thing that you can like hang out, just like lie next to each other in bed, but like you don't have to talk and you, there's that kind of mutual understanding that sometimes you don't need to talk. Sometimes you do want space, but you, or not even space, but you're just tired and you can't be bothered, but also you can still sit there with someone and like, it's not awkward at all. And there's just this like mutual understanding that goes on. Yeah, it's definitely true. I think, um, I think that's something I've really learned from my really close friendships as someone that constantly is a chance box. I really like to find that moment of friendship when, when I can really just like actually be like just comfortable in silence and doing my own thing. And, um, yeah, it's taught me a lot actually from from that kind of next level of comfortability because it's it just reminds me of those times where you meet someone new and you just don't want there to be a single pause because you're like, well, if there's a pause, it will be awkward, and then you just end up like blabbling <laughs> to try and like keep the conversation going. This kind of leads on quite nice girls' holiday stories. Um, you two went to Bali together um, a few years back, um, but do you have any yeah really good stories of when you've been on holidays? with your friends? I think definitely there's quite a few stories from Bali. I think for Alice and I, Bali was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the next level friendship. Um, mm. Just because it was like, oh, her family over there. It was just me. Cause unfortunately her brother's friend couldn't come. So I was the only one who like wasn't family. But I remember there was like one night where Alice wasn't feeling very well. So she went to bed and I just went clubbing with all her cousins and her brother. I didn't even know Will that well at the time. And I hadn't met your cousins. And then like next morning I get back, I was just like, did you go out? And I'm like, yep. And I was, can't really remember that much of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I agree. I think it's so nice, like having memories on holiday. Like I went to Budapest with you, Momsy, and then Bali with you, Liz, and Barcelona. But then it just rained the whole time we got our stuff <laughs> stolen. So that was just not a good holiday. <laughs> we just sat being like this is awful <laughs> but we had each other so that's what made it a good holiday it's kind of like living together or like moving in with someone but for obviously like a shorter period of time I think that we worked really well together Alice when we went on holiday because I love planning everything 
and Alice was just up for everything. So like it was the perfect combination. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think to go away with someone, you kind of have to be in the same wavelength because it's like you want to do the same things and like get the same things out of the holiday. And I'll never forget Alice when we arrived to Barcelona. So we arrived quite late at night and we got to the hostel we were staying at and we were both shattered and they were there like getting ready to go out and there were all these people we didn't know and I remember that was just like so overwhelming because we were so tired and they served us some like not very nice supper and then we both looked at each other and we were like what is going on <laughs> and we went out so I'd yeah say and we went out but we were like both of mutual understanding that we were like we want to go out but we don't want to go like clubbing and I feel like you kind of have to strike that balance with someone where you know where you stand and what you want to do talking of clubbing that's a really nice segue to my next point, which is all about another big telltale is uh, girls' club toilets or just girls' toilets, maybe. In that <laughs> um, I feel like they are an ecosystem of like <laughs> feminism and just like mutual love for each other. And you just get drunk and you go in the bathroom and it's just, it's just so funny. I just, I've been on a few occasions, I've gone into a like club bathroom quite sober. The, the wall is like pulled from my eyes and I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening in here? It's a real sign if you're too drunk that you can't do up the poppers on your bodysuit. And so I was there like helping Lizzie do up her bodysuit, literally like crouching, like trying to also, my, I was drunk as well, trying to like do up the poppers. Yeah, and I just, I just think it's so funny that all these girls like go to the bathroom together. But then when you think about it on the flip side, it's actually important that there's that culture of women going to the bathroom together because it kind of shows environment like a club where um, it can be quite dangerous and kind of predatory um, from men. So I think it's really nice that there is that space women can like go together that men aren't allowed in. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that it can be sometimes an escape. Like I've had times where like someone's coming on to a club and you're like, this is a bit creepy. And like, you can be like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the loo. And then you like drag your friend with you. And then you're both like, right, let's escape. Like, how are we gonna get this guy to back off? Um, don't miss that aspect of clubbing actually. Mm. I just, the club loos, like you say, moms are just like, a whole different I wish almost everyone could experience it we just love having all of the gossip in there but I just I just as soon as you said we're going to start talking about like <laughs> the club blues I was like I immediately like flashbacks into my head with you two flooding in because <laughs> I feel like more happens in there than it does actually in the club sometimes <laughs> also just like the random people the random girls that you meet on a night out and how because you're a little bit drunk and a little bit like emotional you literally like become best friends with this person you've never met before um, and I, for me, once I, I got a text the morning after a club night from a girl, from, like, it was a random number, but like it came up and just went, thank you so much for your advice last night. It really meant a lot. And I have no recollection of giving my number, talking to this girl, like literally was just like, wow. <laughs> I've actually had a similar story where someone who's now quite a good friend of mine, but I actually met her for the first time because she was in the club crying over her boyfriend. And we just had a really long chat. I can like barely remember, but the next day she like added me on Facebook and was like, oh, hey, like I'd love to go for coffee. It's the kind of thing where someone's always like, yeah, let's go for coffee. Never happens, but she actually followed through. And here we are, beautiful friendship. Um, what do you think is the strangest place that you've met a friend? So actually one of my like best friends, Millie, she's actually gonna be so embarrassed I told this story, but we actually met on Christian camp and it was just before we both started Kings for Sixth Form and we literally didn't know each other and we just got talking on the first day, talking about schools and then we were like, oh, we're moving to school, schools for Sixth Form and we both realized we were going to Kings. So ultimately like became friends. 
Um, and then I remember when we turned up at school, everyone was like, how do you guys know each other? And she was so embarrassed that we met in Christian camp that she was like, at a party! And then we like, told <laughs> everyone for a few years that we just met at a party over the summer and then became friends. I love that. I think probably one of the randomest places is I met one of my good friends um, on a work shift. And we were just working at the same shift and we just got on really, really well. And it turns out we had a lot of mutual friends, but like the circumstances of how we met was just really bizarre. I was just going to say exactly the same. Like I've, a lot of people, when I'm drunk, and I'm like, oh, we're going to be great friends. And that actually sometimes, you know, you do form really nice friendships. I think Wimbledon as well. Like I've made some really good friends through working at Wimbledon. And I think you actually form friendships quite quickly at work because you all have this like sort of, you can bond over the fact none of you really want to be there. Um, and it sort of accelerates the friendship spending like all day with each other for like long periods of time. I think also just like your female friendships and the women that surround you are obviously a huge support network, um, but also massively factor, in, factor into like self-care. Like I never really thought about it that way before, but obviously self-care is about like how you look after yourself, but definitely the, like the support you receive from others is a big, a big part of that. Um, can you tell me a time where you've like felt that support from a friend? Quite recently, like I was just having like a really bad week and I like didn't really like, it was all just getting on top of me and all of this. And through the post box, like, it was a really bad morning, all of this. And through the post box, I got this like amazing, and I haven't been sleeping either. And um, I got this like sleep mist and it was like Lizzo had sent it in the post. And it was so weird because like I hadn't really been having like, a, she would have had to send it before my bad week. But then like it arrived in time, like perfectly. And I was just like, this is just weird. And like you say, like with the pen pal thing, Lizzie and I, and like when I send you guys postcards, it's like, we seem to just subconsciously do it. And they arrive at very similar dates. I'm very lucky actually that I live with seven other girls. So I feel like I have a constant like support network. Um, so it's so nice, like after a long day, you come home, your friends are there to make you a cup of tea. I mean, especially now with COVID, like it's harder to see people. So it's so nice having so many people in one place. But yeah, you come home, they make you a cup of tea, like no matter how bad your day's been, like someone's always there and you walk through the door, um, which is so nice. And I know I'm so lucky to like have so many supportive friends. Mm. Yeah, I definitely actually say the same about like uni. Like that's probably the one thing, I, like not the one, but like the thing that I miss the most about uni is like no matter how bad your day is you can come home and someone like might have cooked you supper or like it would just be a complete release from whatever stresses you've had in the day because you can come home to a house full of your friends and it honestly is just the best feeling in the world. What other things do you guys like to do for yourself um, in terms of self-care like what do you think is one of the main things that like, if you're having a stressful day or week what's like your go-to kind of mechanism to like help you is it run a bath or I don't know just like take some time out get off your phone I think for me mine is actually I discovered sort of over lockdown walking so like if I've had a bad day or like have been everything's got a bit much like it's so good for me to just get out get some headspace get some fresh air and like sometimes I'll go like I'm quite lucky that where I live in Edinburgh is a really nice area so it's very safe so like even at like nine o'clock or like before or after supper I'll just like go in trackies walk around the block and for me that's kind of my like fix just to get moving and yeah yeah I completely agree it's like especially I found it during lockdown I just think getting out of the house especially if you're feeling a bit stressed and especially with lockdown when you're 
feeling like so confined sometimes. I just think it's, I love a good walk. Just, yeah, walk for... It's true. Um, so while all these are beautiful, positive things about friendships, I also just wanted to talk about the other side in terms of um, how, like, I feel like there's a tendency, especially in maybe work spaces, for women to not be particularly nice to each other or kind of, like, come across as intimidating. Have you had any, any experiences where you've come across kind of nasty women and how have you dealt with that? Well, I've had, like, friendships where I felt like the friendship is quite one-sided. Um, like, sometimes with, like, some friends, it just feels like they take quite a lot from your friendship, but they don't give very much. So, like, you're constantly, like, supporting them. But then in return, like, they hardly ever ask after you. So I'm always quite conscious to try not to do this. Um, and I think it doesn't really relate to the, like, workplace or anything but just in general they're the kind of friendships that I sometimes find myself like needing a bit of space from every now and then. Mm. Alice? Yeah I was just gonna say I completely agree that I haven't luckily yet in my like career life experienced um, nastiness from women but I do feel like I have in the past very had quite not not toxic but like overwhelming uh, it is just you don't realize how much it's taking out of you and um lizzie actually said the other day which i thought was really good to sum us up is just a very very unproblematic friendship and i think that's so important like we just i just can't explain it it's just very easy it's never competitive or anything and i think that's really nice to have yeah i mean i feel like we've all come across like bitchy people and stuff but i generally would say if there's people I don't like, I don't make an effort to become friends with them. And I think until the workplace and like I begin work, I try to avoid those kind of people. And I think, yeah, maybe that will present as an issue when like do go into the working world and there are these like people that you find tricky. It's interesting what you say about um, kind of like being picky and choosing who you want to be around. And I feel like quite early on in a friendship, you can tell how much that person is going to be there for you or be a good friend. And I think it is very much about kind of cutting out or not cutting out, that sounds a bit savage, but like just kind of like letting go of those people that don't like fully serve your life because there's only so much time that you have and you want to really like invest into your friendships rather than kind of spread yourself too thinly. In some of my experiences, a girl, I, I feel like I find it really hard to get on with uh, boys, girls. So like girls that literally are the one girl within a friendship group of I don't know seven boys and they and they have no female friends and it's just like very kind of yeah and, and all like a girl that says oh I don't trust other girls and for me that is just a huge red flag because they may have had bad experiences in the past with female friendships but just that kind of co like constant reliance on boys to be their friends I think can be quite unhealthy yeah because I think it's like the balance where it's like girls can be quite problematic but then also there's something about like friendship with girls just can't really compare to a friendship with guys and then it's almost a shame for the girl who does say stuff like that like what's been so bad in the past that she's like put off all girls um but yeah no I definitely know what you mean because I would say all my friends are quite like girls girls and I, actually most of my friends are girls so. yeah I think it's quite like weird as well because I, I feel like when we were growing up when I say when we were growing up when we were like 15 14 16 kind of age I feel like it was quite like a cool thing to say and I don't really understand why and I think that might be slightly to do with like 
insecurity maybe I, I can't even explain it yeah I definitely agree I think there is um I think for myself personally I definitely have very different relationships with men and women in terms of my relationships I established with them and friendships and so I think if I spent too much time around boys they have different kind of qualities just in terms of the way like our brains are um and you know I'll go to a friend if I really want some like sympathy and support and I'll go to a boy if I want to have a good time and like kind of de-stress and feel like more relaxed I don't know and just like wind down a bit and I feel like if you're kind of overthinking in your head or you know getting worked up about something you 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 talk about it to a boy and he just gives such a different outtake than women do and um yeah I think that also like I've got amazing girlfriends but like a lot of my guy friends are very in touch with just their sensitive side and it's really nice to not have and I think in the in the same way that I rely on them for some things they rely on me for some things that maybe like a guy friendship couldn't give them I also think that yeah whilst they can provide different supports they can also provide like better support sometimes like I'm not gonna lie when I'm like upset about something quite silly like my friends will like pander to it a bit more whereas if I go to Arthur he'll just kind of laugh at me and be like come on like it's not that deep and I'm like yeah that's true it's not (laughs) it's very true how much do you tell your boyfriend about your other friends like if your friend has a dilemma like how much do you choose to share with your boyfriend about your friend's lives yeah um I feel like I don't really share that much about my friend's problems I think it's mostly my problems or like problems between me and my friends um just because I just don't think he'll be that interested um but I would say he's the person like I went to about certain things um but also sometimes I know that he'll just be like you're being silly (laughs) so if I want a bit more sympathy I will more likely go to another friend but I do share like a lot with him Mm. I think sometimes you just need that like I definitely need like a a rain check for someone just to be like you're being stupid go over yourself (laughs) and I like I need that because you can spend I feel like personally you can spend so much time kind of going over and like nitpicking something and like going over it and over it in your head and like not giving it any kind of rest and just for someone else to be like you're wasting your time <laughs> like think about something else move on like is really helpful and reassuring and I feel like boys are a lot better at saying that than than girls yeah a hundred percent I think they're a lot better of like seeing the bigger picture sometimes I think girls kind of like because girls tend to overthink things more you like focus on like the smaller details whereas they're like is it the end of the world? No. Are you, how much is this going to affect your life in the grand scheme of things? Not very much. Therefore, not a big deal. (laughs) I think my like really close girlfriends are actually quite good at knowing me. So knowing that while I do like to pander to sometimes, I really appreciate it. I feel like also a lot of my like really close girlfriends would be like, okay, Alice, like think about everything else. Like it's not the end of the world. And I do, I feel like my close girlfriends are very good at providing that as well um and just kind of making me check myself because otherwise (laughs) you can imagine I think the biggest um the biggest thing that makes me really happy is when my friends approve of my part like of my boyfriends because if they don't I know personally that I'm quite I'm not judgy when I meet my friends boyfriends for the first time or girlfriends but I just I just I'm quite aware of like them and I kind of semi psychoanalyze them when I first meet them 
and if I and if over time as well they they I don't feel like they're they're doing the best for my friend I feel like I'm quite honest and I will say not maybe in a very brutal way but I think it does it does mean a lot when you meet a friend's partner and you really get on with them and you really like them and they become one of your friends too it's just kind of the ultimate situation yeah 100% I think we all just want the like best for our friends so if a guy isn't the best for them then we're like very aware of that um and you just want them to be happy at the end of the day I think as long as my friend is happy and like not being you know held back in any way and kind of just being able to grow as a person because I think that's so important then I will like don't have an issue with it and I think it's really nice to watch your friends really happy and growing yeah we were talking about this on the podcast last week about how female friends give each other sometimes a lot of stick for spending a lot of time with their partners and I think that in itself is a beautiful thing that you know they want to spend time together um but in some relationships if they are slightly unhealthy there can be a, a divide sometimes where the the girlfriend literally re- like just stops seeing her other friends at all and like it's so unbalanced the time that they spend with their partner rather than with their friends and I think it really is about getting that healthy balance because you can 100% make space for all of these important people in your life and sometimes with manipulative like relationships or slightly kind of like dominating relationships there can be some women that get kind of like spellbound into thinking that there has to be one prioritized over the other when I don't think that's true yeah 100% I think balance with friendship and a relationship is always something that you have to be mindful I know in my relationship I'm quite mindful of it I would say maybe my friends probably think I spend too much time with Arthur for me I don't it's not because he's making me spend that time with him like I've never felt like it's an us or them complex um but I am always mindful that I'm not spending too much time and I'm still there for my friends and still putting so much into my friendships that it doesn't, I like don't distance myself through my relationship. Mm. Yeah. I think you guys are really good at like getting the balance right. And I think what I find like, like is probably the most important thing is when you're hanging out with your friends, you're very good at, or I think it's very important that you're present. So whether you go and spend, you know, 23 hours with your boyfriends and then one hour with your friends for that one hour you're with your friends you're with your friends and it's very much like you're not texting and like being like a bit you're being completely there having a good time and I mean it's sometimes easier said than done because sometimes you just want to you know spend some time more time with your boyfriends or like or more time with your friends or whatever so I think it's just being present in a situation is really important I think to get that balance I definitely agree with that and I think there's nothing more disheartening when you haven't seen someone in ages and they just wang on about their boyfriend and what they've been up to with them like for the whole entire time and you're like we were friends before this person came into your life like we have so much in common and so much common ground and we have been living our lives like there's so many other things to catch up on and you just become this kind of like brick wall of information that they're just like firing at you and um yeah I think that's it's just it's just being aware isn't it and mindful of of how how you spend your time and how you communicate with those around mm. you um so the final few questions because we're going to wrap it up in a minute is um i feel like there's been a lot of like instagram kind of awareness recently about um celebrating successful women i don't know whether that's just something that 2020 or generally the last few years has brought to um to light but um who do you think are your biggest uh, female inspirations um 
I think weirdly like my mom is a big inspiration for me as a woman I just think she like is just amazing at navigating things but I think that's quite natural to look up to your mom and I'm very lucky to have a very close relationship with my mom um but also I think like like you say on Instagram it's become a huge thing of you know body positivity like women sporting women and like there's um an influence called Chessie King and I think she's really yeah. like bringing people back down not back down but back down to earth but on a social media platform because mm-hmm. sometimes you can get carried away on social media and see all these things and be like oh this is like amazing but she's very good at like exploring like the realities of life through social media which I think is very important yeah yeah I think definitely I think for me at the moment I kind of look up to women who have started their own businesses whether it's like I don't know not necessarily like anything financial or like in the financial services but like fashion businesses or literally anything to be honest um and I think at the moment that's sort of where especially on Instagram my like interest lies and like inspiration lies um and like Alice and I went to this talk um from an OKS who started her own business and yeah I just think at the moment that's my like interest quite embarrassingly I would say my like not my inspiration but a woman I really look up to is Louise Thompson I just think she's really cool I feel like I my friends take the piss out of me because it's like okay she's like an ex-reality tv star but I just think like I don't know she's started her own platform she's quite like open and honest so she has like a few like digestive issues she's very like open and honest um with her like platform about this she does share a lot of her life which is probably why I like it because I feel like I'm spending my days with her (laughs) but yeah um I want to say like Michelle Obama and stuff and you know more influential women who obviously are but sort of personally to me I would say yeah people who have started their own businesses Mm. um on that kind of like wavelength what you're saying about Louise Thompson I think for me mine is definitely Zoe Sarg I fucking love her (laughs) um and I just want to live in her house and um and obviously she started from doing beauty and like YouTube, but now she's like her and Alfie, her, her boyfriend, have um, have fully shifted into like running their own business and they've like started the whole like own creative business empire and um, and they just do amazing things. And they've been vlogging a lot more in lockdown together. And um, there's just, they had a really honest conversation a few months back on YouTube about how there's a lot that they do that kind of goes behind the scenes. Like they donated a million pounds to charity last year and like they obviously don't want to brag about it and be like, look at us, we're so amazing, we give to charity. But obviously a lot of their revenue does go to really good causes and like really positive things. Um, so I don't feel like they're as egotistical as some other YouTubers, but they kind of are the OGs of the YouTube world. Um, so yeah. Um, so to finish on, what is one thing that you treasure the most about your fem- female friendship? Just generally, I treasure support um, that female friends give you the most. Um, all my friends are always there to pick up the pieces. They're always there, like through the good times and through the bad. Like we all have our like fun friendships, but then it's the friendships that you can have the fun, but also the like serious, and you can like tell them all your troubles. Um, so I think, yeah, definitely support from female friendships. And I think one thing I've learned, especially recently, I've been reflecting on like just how much friendships are a two way thing and how important it is to like give as much as you take from a friendship, um, and just support each other and be there for each other. 
and just understand each other I think I'd say I'd say that what I like have really treasured more and more is learning more about you guys like Mario didn't even know you knew Zoe Sarg or like not knew her but knew like Zoe Sarg and I think it's really special to be able to like learn more and more about your friends each day especially as like we change um and I think for me it's really important to have such a nice support network like I can call you guys and a lot of my friends just for a chat to say absolutely nothing um and I just love that I'm really grateful for that um and a lesson that I've learned especially over lockdown is that I really value the quality of my friends rather than the quantity and it gives me a bit of a chance to like slow down and really um, appreciate who's in my life. And yeah, I'm just very grateful for a lot of my friends. Oh, that's lovely. Um, so that's the end of the episode. Thank you both for coming on. It's been such a joy to talk to you. I hope you guys have enjoyed <laughs> this episode. Uh, don't forget to tune in next Friday for another one. <laughs>